Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Al and Bain Club, our podcast listening experience. You've just said hour. Uh, it's going to be 40 minutes. Yeah, we're not doing an hour again. That was that was our bumper bonus special. For missing uh, one. So you had a bonus special. That will be the only bonus special you're ever going to get. Because, Unless we miss uh, another one. Yeah, we, well, probably at some point. <laughs> you know, because yeah. holidays and shit. Ex- exactly. Sometimes. Shitting takes a while. September. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm on holiday. Busy, busy month. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We're but, roll uh, but welcome to this 40, 45 minute, probably 43 minute and 25 second podcast. I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. The editing suite. <laughs> I've already forgotten the number, but well, you should just listen now. to it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that's how this works. That is how this sort of technology works. <laughs> Who knew that listening technology was this advanced where it could actually listen? And keep that information. I know it's like compared to me that listens and then just ignores everything. Yeah, same. Even if I do listen and don't ignore everything, instantly forget it. Yeah, I pretty much forget everything. I am terrible with names, but great with movie quotes. So mm. you know, swings and roundabouts, and those spring things, which are always fun. Springy chickens. I mean, are they? I don't think they're quite called springy chickens. Depends if they're chicken shaped or not. True, springy fish, a lot of them. Yeah, dolphins. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what we're on about, uh, you've had a really shit childhood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> either that, or you're about ninety when um, springs weren't invented. <laughs> yeah, the spring was only invented in what was it, nineteen? 19- Seventy-three. Yeah, 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 I thought so. Yeah. Good year that one. Good yeah, year was. for springs. <laughs> it was. I remember it. Remember it well. <laughs> you know, that was uh, obviously the year of uh, the great spring debate when council were deciding: Do we allow them to make springs? Are they too powerful? Yeah, which is why in pens you've got a very weak spring. Yeah. Whereas in um, lifts very strong spring because obviously the lift has got to get back up once it's come down. The real question well, is, could we ever have a gun without a spring? That's the real no. question you've got to ask yourself. No, and could we ever have peace when we have guns? It's very topical. That is. We're not going to rock that boat. <laughs> don't rock the boat, baby. Don't tip the boat over. I, I don't know whether you'd notice, we haven't really done a lot this week, so this is why we're just sort of rambling on, like, two old people at a bar. I've done a great deal of things. You've, um, I mean, we made a chilli. Yeah, made chilli, made pasta chilli mm-hmm. type thing. What else did we make? Pasta chilli. Yeah, we made like a pasta bake, but it had uh, the yeah. basic ingredients of a chilli in it. Yeah. So it's basically exactly what we made tonight, mm. except the pasta. And we had a paprika tonight. We did, yeah. <laughs> this is all gold. <laughs> this is what you come to listen for. <laughs> solid, solid gold. <laughs> so, uh, swiftly moving on to music. There has been uh, some. Yes, there has. I've listened to some of it. 
I have probably not all of it. I have done the classic, listen to the same same thing, six tracks yeah. over and over again, and now I hate them all. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a good week. Yeah, one album which we touched or I touched on last week was Many Mansions. A guy walked into a bar. Please tell me this. At some point in the album, there is a kind of answer to that. Joke. Like halfway through, they just go, "Ow." And yeah. Carry on. Yeah, or like there's like an interlude, like a hidden track almost in the album when it's just like, man walks into a bar. Ouch! Yeah. And it's like, done. And that's, that would be the, like the end. Right at the end, it starts off interlude, man walks into a bar. And you think, oh, they're just introducing the album. Mm-hmm. At the end, oh! Um, and then there's like a little bit of a drum break solo, starting off with. Yeah. No, there isn't, funny enough. Um, it just goes into scat. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just turns completely into a jazz album. <laughs> no, actually, it's a very good album. I bought it on a bit of a whim. I've seen quite a few of the components of Mini Mansions live, such as Mikey Schumann in Queen's Stone Age, Tyler with, I can't remember his last name. Sorry, Tyler. With Arctic Monkeys, so he was in the touring group, and we haven't seen Zach Dawes because he was with Last Shadow Puppets, which we haven't seen. No, but yeah, I've seen some of the mini mansions Thank individually you for, for telling me that. <laughs> Never together, exactly. We'll have to see if we can make amends for that. Where does the name come from? They live in very small houses, like mice houses. I suppose they'd be like a bungalow. So not really that small then. Bungalows can be quite big. Compared to mansions though. What if you had what if it's like a bungalow but over you know thousand square metres of just bungalow? Well I'd call that sprawl personally. It's quite still a big. It's still a bungalow though, isn't it? Is it a mansion? It no. Exactly. Your point is mute, sir. I'd ima- I think the definition for mansions should be that there's at least three peacocks. Per room. No, just overall property. Um, three resident peacocks, and that's a mansion. And maybe a fountain. Because we've only got the one peacock. Yeah, so we we could be a mini mansion. So we're technically a mini We're mansion. all mini mansions, really, if you think about it. It's just a state of mind, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the album, Tyler and Zach worked with uh, Miles Kane, one of our favourite artists. On his album Coup de Gras. Coup de Gras! Which is a spectacular album. Yeah. In every sense of the word. And. We both have it. Yep, yeah, we both have a copy of it. I've got it in. Um, pink. Blush, blushing pink. I'm going to call it. It's hot pink. It's hot pink, yeah. The Mars Kane album was obviously brilliant and it had a very much a glam rock type stompy uh, wildness to it. And the Mini Mansions album definitely has elements of that. He has elements of uh, lyricism like Alex Turner a little bit. There's some influence from Queens of the Stone Age, obviously from Mikey Shoes being a, a main component of the writing structure of the band. So, I, yeah, I've really enjoyed the album. It's got some really funny, light-hearted, covering deep topics. I still haven't songs. really heard it. No. Um You've got it. You're like, you should, yeah, you should listen to it. Like, oh, yeah, I'll listen to it at some point. Yes, yeah, just in your inbox, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's just sitting You're there. You're in tray. Yeah, it's just, it's there. It's just getting piled on, like, everything else is getting piled on top of it. Yeah. It's really ruining the vinyl. But... <laughs> Particularly when you put that uh, bucket of water on there. Yeah, and that hot mug. Yeah. Just on top. And when you set your in tray in on a radiator. Yeah, and then just put it in a bonfire. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a good album. I'd recommend it. That's probably the one that I'm going to champion for this episode. I'm not going to champion an album this episode. You're not? No. Oh. going to champion uh, a new addition to the house, uh, the Cactus Light. Yes. I... It's, I don't know if uh, the listeners, you can hear this, but there is a new ambience to the room. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole new thing. It goes very well with our inflatable flamingo. Yeah. Um, our French bulldog lamp. Lamp. You know, um, it, it's basically a relatively small cactus with light bulbs. I should stress this isn't a live cactus. It no. is a synthetic cactus. Thank you for clearing that up. Because uh, when I first bought it, I thought, Holy shit, how have they done this? Because yeah. it's a live cactus. And then I got back in, you was like, no, oh, it's, it's synthetic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my, I'm so glad you said that. Because I thought, obviously, you see it and you think, oh, that's, that's definitely. See, it's not even made of cactus. Is it not even a little bit? No. Not, not like 0% cactus? 0% cactus. Oh, well, Apart I'm... from the shape, and I don't think that sort of, that's not what it's made of. Well, as we said, cactus is a state of mind. It's fine. Yeah, so it is cactus. Because uh, that's got a very strong state of mind. Yeah. Sense of being. But that is my champion for the week and probably forever. Mm-hmm. Um, bought it in a sale, so doing well. Like it's already iconic. Yeah. We'll stick it when we promote this podcast later in the week. Or as you are listening to it, mindfuck. We will stick a photo of that on the, on the gram. The gram, which you should uh, obviously follow us on, because mm-hmm. there's loads of you know semi-interesting stuff on there. Obviously, all done by Al because I don't know how it works, mm-hmm. and I yeah, uh, yeah, I, I do very little. I just sort of turn up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving on from my recommendation and your recommendation also. Yes. In not really music news as such, I've just read the most hilarious thing about a band that's just words fail me obviously hence the slight spluttering there which will be cut out yes i will cut out streamline it yep so um, there was there was an, in fact a 14 minute splutter there mm-hmm. but um like, <laughs> <laughs> but it has it has all been cut out so uh feel yourself lucky i had to sit through that <laughs> You're going to call the ambulance at some point, won't you? No. <laughs> right, a, a real nice person would have called the ambulance I'm for fear a, of me fitting. I'm not a real nice person. <laughs> so, you know, swings and roundabouts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the band in question yes. is Fat White Family. You may have heard of them from such fame as The Beef with Sleaford Mods and Idols. I, I, I do, I have heard of them. My immediate thought is a fat, redneck family. But I mean, they're, they're, they're not, not fat for a very good reason. They do look like rednecks, though. 
They're from Southampton, as far as I can tell. Or some of them are from Southampton. I'm not sure. So, you know, Cops capital of the South Coast. Is it? Yeah. You, you go that. Southampton, Portsmouth, Brighton. Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Mark Bowman of The Enemy wrote a piece. There was an interview with uh, Fat White Family. Yes. And he wrote the piece, and he's got quite a cynical, tough view on music anyway. Some of his stuff's really entertaining. And just some of the snippets of the article is just cringy, hilarious, disgusting, funny. Top two points. I mean, they were, they just threw in, point one, just threw in as a sort of throwaway sentence. It contained room jobs and orgies. And that was just like, that wasn't the best sentence. This just sounds like our average party. <laughs> I'm not far off it. Probably just more nudity arse. I mean, there was, there was one example from of what the band's like from the article where they were sort of getting hooked on heroin and things like that. The songwriter had a £100 a day habit for heroin. That's enough to kill a horse. It is. So I don't really know how he survives. And he went to South America for and Las Vegas for rehab, which the rehab was just basically taking another drug instead. So stupid. To, to get the, the band back on track, the current singer from the new album decided that it dragged them all up to Sheffield, away from the sort of London uh, crackheads, and get them hooked on a different drug. And so they've got a bit of a ketamine habit at the moment. Really? So, you know, utterly spectacular band leadership there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think either way it's going to help them at all. Obviously, we, we don't condone, condone that kind of thing around here. No, we do not. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I, I I haven't heard really any of their music. Don't necessarily think I will. Um, from what I can tell, the, the first album, the uh, first two albums that they released were very much like confrontational noise rock, where they tried to be as vile as possible and shock people as much as possible. So a lot of the topics that they covered were things like child molestation and Nazis. They go together very well. They do. Because um, all Nazis were child molesters. Molesters. Molesters? Yeah. I don't know. What is the plural for that? I don't think I'm wrong. Wrong-uns. Well, call them wrong-uns. wrong-uns. All Nazis were wrong-uns. So, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> what? What's on the news trail? <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> Nazis were bad guys. <laughs> they're pretty awful. Yeah. I, they're literally... Not really any redeeming features there. Not really, no. So moving on from Nazis. I, I gave their new album a listen because they said that it was, it was slightly more melodic, it was more approachable, more more accessible. And they... Uh, yeah. And it's not a bad album. I've got to be honest, it's, it's an alright listen. Uh, the topics covered are much more discreet than Child Molestation. And yeah, had a bit, bit of a jam going on. The the track in particular, which if you want to listen to it and see what it's like, I'd go with Feet 
it's not as disgusting as it sounds. Okay. Uh, I will check it out at some point. It, it actually really reminds me of post-play Moby. Okay. If, I mean, if you've heard Moby, that sentence will make sense. If you haven't, it doesn't. Another creepy guy there. Yeah, another creep. So, in other music news, the band that we all need, but we don't know we need, is possibly happening. Obviously, there are two particularly famous... Is If this is what I think it is, what I saw today, a picture of... Uh, yeah, it is what uh, you think it is, then. Yeah? Is it, is it, is it Jack Black? Yes. So, it, it's Tenacious D, yeah? Yeah. And who else is there? There was Carl G- uh, Gass. Yeah. Goss? Gass? Gass. Um, he was there, obviously, from Tenacious D. And Jack White. Yes. Yes, this, I was, this I was is trying the to see who it was. I was like looking at the back. Because I, no, I knew at the time when I looked at the picture, but like I said, memory like a goldfish, I saw, I knew that it was uh, Tenacious D, and I was like, who the fuck was it in the back? Jack White. So it's Jack White, Jack Black. Together they are Jack Grey. The super group. We didn't know we wanted or needed, but we definitely do. No, no, I, I, I don't think you should brush over that awful, awful pun that you just put in there. What? Jack Black and Jack White. Jack Grey. Makes Jack Grey. That's what it's reported as being called. Genuinely? Uh, I think it's more like the the relationship name. The relationship name Portmanteau. Oh, God. Like Brangelina. I think it's the fan name for them. I really hope not. Jack Grey. Oh, God, that makes me genuinely just want to, like, tear up and leave the room. With all the excitement and emotions that's finally happening? Well, you say finally happening. I didn't think it would ever happen because I didn't really care enough for it to happen. <laughs> um, like, I like them both as separate Separately, entities. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to be like together. Maybe really, really, really good. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Would it be comedic? Would it be... I hope so. Like, just... Well, like most White. of Jack White stuff. Yeah. What Wailing guitars and some lyrics. That is almost how all music works. Yeah, but I sort of feel the lyrics come second with Jack, Black's, uh, Jack White's stuff. Yeah, but first with Jack Black. Yes, definitely. So is it going to be... It could be, like, the match made in heaven. And it could be the, the straight break that Jack Black needs. That's really like d- doing a disservice to Tenacious D there. Because they are brilliant. They are. They're incredible. But, yeah, I'm interested. Apparently they have recorded something together. Have they though? Or is that going to be like a, oh, they've recorded something together, but they'll never release it? Quite possible. But they have recorded something together, apparently. Well, I await to, to listen to it then. I mean... Am I going to be waiting each day to, to hear the mood? Counting no. it down. <laughs> I can imagine you're probably going to put a calendar up later. And just go like, there's to Jack Jack Gray. <laughs> One. I still can't believe that it's... <laughs> that is the name. <laughs> so, I think it could be quite good. Well, there's no doubt it will probably be uh, really, really good, but... Uh... There's also that slight chance it's going to be utter shit. 
Yes. Like, you know, gold and gold coming together to uh, just explode into a pile of shit. That is possibly the most poetic thing I've heard since Jim Morrison. That is, is very visual. That is. Mm. You know, because we all have we all have gold in our homes, like gold bars. Mm-hmm. We've got loads. Oh, of yeah. yeah, yeah, we've got loads. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone's got a bit of shit in their house. I hope we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, imagine throwing them together into a big pile of shit. Yeah, because gold is uh, a great song. I have the seven inch. Over. I know you keep saying, but you never let me listen to it. I will listen to it on loop later. I hope so forever. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be another record on that player. <laughs> Just gold. Just gold. 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 I believe in your soul. You got the power to know you're indestructible. Always believing you are. Gold. That's incredible. <laughs> so, uh, if you'd like to sign us for a record deal or perhaps a child's party, we are available. I wouldn't recommend that though, because we will turn up drunk. Well, yeah, we can't sing sober. Yes, yeah, but I can. But Nobody can sing sober. I can in uh, if I'm uh, going for a piss. Oh, that's true. It's just one song. That's just Danny Boy. Yeah. Oh, Danny boy. Yeah, that was that was Bane. I know. People think that that's... It wasn't Susan Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> Subo just came in the room. <laughs> it's because we have a trap under the stairs. <laughs> We've got a live trap. Yeah. That's a live Subo trap. <laughs> yeah. Just... That's just a block of old cheddar on there. <laughs> It's that really hard cheddar when it's been left out. Which she uses as a rubber ball. So, in other news, which I know these are two things that you love, but Lily Allen is reportedly releasing a range of sex toys. <laughs> I really was wondering where you were going. <laughs> um, I bet you weren't expecting that, though. No, God, I was. Okay, well, interesting. Um, I mean, the nice bit is with those sex toys is your ears just aren't the only thing. Smile. That, no, I no, I wasn't going for a pun actually. Oh really? Yeah, it it means that your ears aren't the only thing getting fucked by Lily Allen. <laughs> You want to laugh? <laughs> no. Oh, that, was, that was classic. That was terrible. That's classic, Al. So, yeah, that, that's out there. A bit of sex toys, would you? Buy a Lily Allen sex toy. I guess it depends on what For they a, are. A, a loved one. Um, I don't know, at work, Secret Santa, something like that. I think, yeah, it all depends on what they are. You know, giant, like... 20 inch dildo probably not yeah something like the girth of my arm well I mean that will just about tickle the sides won't it how's a good comparison to the girth of your penis <laughs> oh, 
Can you imagine? <laughs> what everyone doesn't know is Al has tiny arms. Yeah, like T Rex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's that's some news. That's music news for you. Why don't we trundle on to film? Okay, that's not where I was going with that. Fine. Um, films. A lot has happened in the world of film. Mm-hmm. There has been a film released. I think probably about three. Yep. The in old, total. Uh, the old, uh, you know, new films. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be good? No. Do you want to go and see it? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Really? Yes. Christ. I'm not going to go and see it. Screw that. Yes, we're going to go see it. No, we're not. It's Jason Statham and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm -hmm. What more could you ask? With Idris Elba in there. Exactly. What more could you ask for? Well, it is a Fast and Furious film. Are there many cars in it? No. Are there super-powered humans in it? Yes. Why the fuck does it exist? Because uh, they want to make a lot of money from a franchise that died a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Would you say it died in a fiery crash in a Porsche? Wow. Hit a tree at high speed? No, I would say it died after uh, Tokyo Tokyo Drift. Yeah. And do you remember when that was the bad Fast and Furious film? That was always the good Fast and Furious film. There's a lot of people that consider that the bad one. Tokyo Drift was always my favourite. I think that was actually the first one I saw. Yeah. We watched it in school, in form time. What, in like sections? Is it like five? Yeah, we watched it in like ten um, minutes half a day. sections, I think. Just like, oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah t- Tokyo, t- I, I still like Tokyo Drift. I think it's the best one. It's the best one because it's actually about cars. Yeah, and it's got some of the nicest of all the cars in there. Mm-hmm. And it sort of incorporates a technical element to car culture, which the other ones just don't have. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think it's, for me it's the, the best one. I think that's where they should have stopped. And the scene where they drift through the people in Tokyo. Oh, visually. So Spectacular. Beautiful. So, so good. Um, I really want the... The wow. S2, S2000. Was no, it the RX7? Uh, it's the RX7 with a Valside body kit. Oh. <laughs> That's a lovely car. So, so good. That's still the best one they've ever done. Oh, yeah. It is a stunning, stunning car. Mm-hmm. And I want it. I think we should buy one. That'd be quite good. Together, you can put the money up. I will, you know, pick it. No, no, no. You, you put the money up. I'll drive it. We'll drift it around Woodbridge. <laughs> if you, yeah, I, don't, I don't think you'd do it justice, Al. You see me in that Peugeot. I have. We got almost got an applause when you parked it today. Yeah, that was quite good. Yeah, which I'm very surprised about, considering they've probably seen you like a hundred times park that car. They saw me at least yesterday, yeah. Yeah. But do they clap every day? Nope. Was it, do you know what I think it was? What? It was the banter I was having out the window with them. To be fair, that, that definitely did a bit. What? Maybe this is what's going to fix things like Formula One, you know, with people kind of being a bit bored with it. 
Because the racing's not over it. I was not I was, uh, I was I was bored when it first started. What you need is someone in the passenger seat of an F1 car, which means they'll have to put one in, just for the microphone having banter with the crowd. Yeah, it's fine if you've got someone like me in. The so passenger. one person finessing the shit out of the driving, as I did. Sure. And then one person just having a bit of banter with the crowd, like, hello, have we got got any famous people in the crowd today? Oh, look, there's Jerry Springer. He's from America. He does a chat show. All right, Jerry Springer, I'll see you next lap. We're going around. You should probably leave the chat to me, I think, from there. <laughs> it was more like live at the Apollo. You, you're great. You're, you, you do the driving. <laughs> you, you leave everything else. Don't worry about that. Because uh, what that was, was uh, when you smashed two pieces of gold together. What a pile of shit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what we're saying is, with this concept, is we, we're we turning the F in F1 into fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fun one. Phew. That's a fragrance right there. Yeah, fun one. <laughs> And it sounds like a euphemism for a penis, but... <laughs> yeah, it's a penis fragrance. It's the fun one. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine a penis fragrance? <laughs> I'm just going to squirt some dick on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going more down the route of you'd spread on your penis to make oh, it right. smell nice. Oh, okay. During, like... <laughs> I thought you meant it was like penis fragrance. No, say, so, oh, you're having a, having a, a lady or, or a man, friend, uh, you know, engage in some... Uh, Oral pleasure. Um, you know, oh, wait, wait, wait one second. I'm going to get some fun one. Fun one. Spray on there. And they're like... Smells of fun and excitement. Mm-mm-mm. Bit of petrol. That smells like oil. And I love it. And that, yeah. that, that's, so if anyone wants to buy that... Um, We've created a concept there. I think it's quite a strong one. Yeah. So if anyone wants to either fund us or buy the concept off us, just get in touch. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, more than more than happily sell it to someone. So Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw, I'm gonna say no to that one. I'll watch it when it comes onto Netflix. So it's, it's a not so hard pass. I kind of want to watch it because I uh, just love Dwayne Rock Johnson and uh, Jason Statham. To I be want, fair, I want them both to hold me in their strong arms. The Rock has got. Big enough muscles to hold a franchise. Oh, 100%. And he clearly knows CPR, because it should have died a long time ago. So, moving on to TV, because there's not a lot of film that's gone on. We have finished watching, possibly, one of the most gory superhero films. Superhero visual events I've (laughs) ever seen. Superhero visual events. Yep. (laughs) Very nicely put. Yes. He is, of course, talking about the boys... Amazon Prime, yeah. yeah, good, 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 good series. I really enjoyed it. I thought mm-hmm. it was uh, good. I like. I hadn't uh, actually gone into it knowing anything about it, which mm-hmm. is quite nice for superhero things. Yeah, because you know, everything know about everything for superheroes. No, but I like to. I, I know a reasonable amount of superhero stuff, and then uh, came into this not really knowing what the fuck was going on. And uh, then saw someone, you know, explode because of a uh, bomb piled on their anus. Mm-hmm. So that was a joy. 
Alright, from episode one, I know you said this in the trailer, but I've completely forgot about it. A woman gets just demolished by somebody who can run super quick. Yeah. That... Just utterly. She, he runs through her, and there's you know, just I'd, nothing left. I'd say he can, he can probably run maybe like speed ten, of sound. 10 miles an hour. Yeah. Just an average dude <laughs> with a very pointy face. <laughs> just around the just splits someone in half. No, but it, uh, yeah, you know, it was a very, uh, it, was a, it was a gory kind of show. I used to, there were a couple of points in it that really shook you. Yeah, uh, I there were bits that shook. were a little bit unsettling for different reasons. One was when one of the superheroes, who is basically Aquaman, but with gills on his abdomen, he was having a bit of a rough time of things, and he brought a girl back who he thought he was just going to bone the shit out of, and which is a very nice way of putting it. <laughs> it is, considering what the fuck he does in the first episode. Yeah, that's true. He gets fingered in the gills by this woman, which for some reason I found very unsettling. Yeah, you were really shocked by it. I, was like, oh. I wasn't shocked by it. I was weirded out by it. I mean... We've all fingered someone's gills before, huh? Come on. No, I can't say Oh, actually, have I? I was going to say, you remember that Atlantean? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't find that very unsettling. I, I'm pretty uh, hard to unsettle. It's true. You know, I think it's... The other bit was when you know, a woman got her face burnt off, but... Yeah. No, she was melting a bit. I don't know why that did that unsettled me. No, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I think you've seen enough melting faces before. Um, but yeah, the boys is basically a group of ex CIA lads mm-hmm. coming together to fight a group of heroes, basically the Justice League, that uh, yeah, are basically being run by a corporation. They aren't. They've been privatized, haven't they? Yeah, it's privatized heroes. Privatized heroes. by corporate America. Yeah, which. I think it's a really, really great premise. Like, mm. the idea that... This is 100% what would happen now, is if someone woke up tomorrow with superpowers, they'd 100% be paid by a company to either go and fight some war in the Middle East or something for, you know, Donald Trump, or to save ordinary people, but only if their insurance covers it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it'd be a, a mafia-type thing. Like, you pay them in... Pay them protection. Yeah, or, and you've yeah. got superhero cover. Yeah, something along those lines. It, it, you know, I don't. We'd like. I like to think that people would do it out of the kindness of their heart, but you, we wouldn't. No, we're an awful people are bad people. Awful race. You know, it's I get very existential this review, but but yeah, I like it. No, I think it is. I think uh, I can safely say I think if I ever got superpowers, I wouldn't be a good guy. <laughs> you you Go say for you, it. you think that you would though, like. If you had some of the powers, like the guy, like, uh, you know, you're the powers of Superman. You're basically a god. You're telling me you wouldn't go rob a bank? No. I would probably live a relatively quiet life. And just if there's something I need, like, everybody hates travelling. So I'd just be like, boom, flying off. You're a weirdo. I would, like, the whole world would be a dictatorship if I had superpowers. <laughs> boom. Done. And that is why I should never get superpowers. Because mm-hmm. I know that I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't do well with power. I know this no. for a fact. No, that's true. Like, you know, you know, as soon as I have a little bit of power, I'd be like... Right, everyone wears pink on Monday, but only if it's underwear. 
Exactly. And, like, you know, I'd make up stupid rules. I'd be a great dictator because I wouldn't do any, like, crazy shit like genocide. I'd just be like, you know. Everyone has a burrito Thursday. Yeah, because it's burrito Thursday. That's the thing. It's going to be a thing. You understand me? Yeah, if, if you like the sound of it, send us a picture of your burritos on Thursday. Yeah, and I can safely say it won't be as good as my burrito on a Thursday because my burrito is the best burrito. Go and have one of his burritos. And then... Yeah. Get, what's get the company that does them? Mex Appeal. Mex Appeal. Have a Mex Appeal burrito. They are in Ipswich and Colchester all around. But, yeah, he sort of travels Ipswich on a Thursday. Get yourself a Mex Appeal burrito. Sensational. Don't know what he does, but it's brilliant. Yeah, but yeah. I anyway, we were talking about the boys, weren't we? The boys. Yeah, it's a really good series. I think it's probably one of the best Amazon Prime series that they've done. That they're funded. Yeah. Uh, good Omens. Yeah. Really good. That was very good. Um. That was yeah yeah that's another Amazon Prime one. So it's a good thing you've got the old Prime. Yep. Plus for all those deliveries that we never get. Well, actually, I will be getting one, but it's not on Prime. Well, thanks for telling me. Yeah, it's Fontaine's DC, as we covered last week. Oh, yeah, because you got two copies, you fool. Yes. Uh, TV, something else I want to mention. <laughs> the Witcher. Yeah. Netflix, I believe, is the place that it's on. Yes. Its trailer has been out quite a while. Yeah, and uh, it's obviously got Henry Cavill yeah. as... As Geralt. That's the one. I, I know very little about The Witcher. See, I, I know very little as well. I uh, I did like probably 80% of the people that like The Witcher uh, joined at uh, Witcher Wild Hunt, <laughs> which is the third one in the series. All right. Um, obviously, it's based on books, but the games... Okay. The games... Were, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All based on books, but the, the games are sort of where I... The majority of people jumped in mm-hmm. and sort of started learning about so much lore in the whole thing. But uh, so, what's the basic premise of Witcher? If you if you know it, is that witch hunters, medieval type stuff, it's fantasy, fantasy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantasy. Yeah, the Witcher. Uh, witch is a sort of a, a magically genetically enhanced like warrior type thing. They get warrior. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> look, at the, look at the exchange rates. Yeah, exactly. oh, it's going to be bad to travel in Europe. They're constantly <laughs> worrying about everything. I'm not going to get my uh, money changed now because oh, the, the exchange rates are too too bad. They are shit at the moment, to be fair. Yeah. But no, no, yeah, he's, he's a warrior. A worry warrior. A warrior. Yeah, that's the one. I don't know why it, it hurts me to say it. <laughs> warrior. <laughs> A warrior? A wa- I don't know. Oh, in my rain. I don't know. I don't want to get wet. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, yeah he's, a, he's a badass dude. Cool. He's got Henry Cavill mm. as him. And that's not the character's mm. name. Geralt, did you say? Is he Welsh? I'm going to say Geralt, yeah. Sad boy, Geralt. <laughs> yeah, Geralt. <laughs> Geralt Jones. <laughs> Rather than coffee, coffee. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's either. That's either. I like coffee or I want a coffee in Welsh. <laughs> if there's anybody that's Welsh or can speak Welsh, 
let us know if right. <laughs> it just sounds like you're saying random shit. <laughs> I probably uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's that's a Gavin Stacey quote. <laughs> right. Do you not know? Oh, right. oh God. Clearly forgotten. Yeah, um, I'm but, definitely more in the Bill Ricky camp, I'd say. Well, I'm definitely in the Barry camp here. Yeah. Mm. You're always in Barry's camp. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. So, is Terry Crews in The Witcher? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> is, is he meant to I've be? got a feeling he was cast. I'm not sure. <laughs> as as what? I don't know. <laughs> I know very little about The Witcher. I know the casting choices is he, were controversial. Is he his roach? I don't know. Roach is the horse. He could probably play a horse. <laughs> he very could, well. he could play a really He'd good. He'd probably one. be better than a horse as a horse. He's, yeah, because well, it's Terry Crews. He's best at everything. Exactly. You know, he's the best man I know. Uh, so that will be on Netflix soon, I believe. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. Let's start filming. Well, or finish, then. finish filming. Or something to do with filming. Midway through. <laughs> Some film is taking place, or it's not yet, <laughs> or possibly not. But it will be on Netflix. Or maybe yeah, maybe it's finished. Maybe it's going through the edit. Couldn't couldn't quite tell you. So there is filming involved somewhere. <laughs> At some point, some there point will in be the filming procedure. Well, there has been. Well, there has been, and it could come out soon or, or a long not time. As soon. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good good rundown of one. Yep, um, and probably last off in terms of TV. We've just finished the anthology series, which is called Love, Death and Robots. And I, for one, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it was really, really good. I mean, I'm not surprised considering how many people I saw raving about it like yeah. three months ago or something, whenever yeah, it came out, being like, you need to watch it. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it at some point. Yeah. And uh, I did get around to watching it. All these things that I say, I'll do it at some point. I will get around to doing usually three months after the date. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, yeah, watched it and we really liked it. I think uh, obviously there's some stories are better than others. Really mm-hmm. enjoyed the mech one. I thought that was really good. Yeah, suits, I think that's called, with the homesteads. Yeah. And the alien bugs. I really liked Lucky 13. I got yeah, to say. Yeah, did. Yeah. Um, mainly because I, yeah, the endearing ship, really. I really like that. You like the ship the... that likes the pilot, that bond. Yeah, you like the other one as well, didn't you? The one deep, deep space. Deep space. What? Um, the hive. Yeah. The one. Oh god, what was it called? Aquila Rift. Yeah. Yeah, I that was weird. Um, I like the sort of the bit where it really fucked with your mind a little bit with that, where. He turned up and thought he saw someone that he knew. Had a bit of sexy time. and As you do with everyone you know. Yeah. I frequently do that at the bus stop. Um, it's one I'm not allowed on them anymore. What bus stops? <laughs> or buses? Bus stops. But you can still go on a bus? No, yeah, I can go on the bus. I'm just <laughs> not allowed on the bus stop. Oh, right. They haven't all got roofs, you know. I know, but it's only one once it proves. Loophole. Yeah, that was a really good one because it was. It didn't play out as I expected, and bear in mind, a lot of these were kind of predictable. Yeah. That one didn't quite yeah, play out as I thought. There were a few in there that were like. 
mind mind fuck you like what the fuck's going on mm-hmm. there's some that are really funny um yeah. the one about the yogurt yeah and that was alter- cool. alternate histories as well oh no histories was really good the yogurt one was quite deep though mm. when you sort of think about it but yeah no I, I really enjoyed it as a series well I say series another than like anthology series. anthology series but yeah no I think that uh, some of the um animation was spectacular wasn't it yeah, Photo there are some. There are some that were like cutscenes from games. There are some that I genuinely couldn't tell whether or not they were real or not. And there obviously were real people in there. That was one of the funny. That ones. was yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Little civilization, mm-hmm. Ice Age. Yes, so uh, it was a very good series. I thought well worth checking out. Yeah, if you like gore. Unfortunately, there's quite a bit of sexual violence in there. And not all of it's needed. There were some bits where you're like, really? But the best, the best ones. Um, it was the chase one was the worst one. Yeah, true. It's just that whole thing wasn't needed. But by and large, I'd say the best stories were the ones that didn't overly sexualize things. The Zimmer Blue one was really good. That was really really nice. Yeah. That was a good standalone art piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Fish in the Desert was nice. Yeah. There were some that stood alone, and you could just appreciate them for that, that short. Yeah. Um, and then there were others that left you sort of thinking, oh, I really want this world fleshed out. Was there anything in particular you'd like to see? Maybe a longer longer episode or a mini-series? No. Or feature length? No. Of any of the worlds? No. it has got to be one. <laughs> the, the fighting one at the start was no, yeah, there, there, no, there are a lot of there. A lot of them, I would like to know a bit more background. The, the werewolf one, yeah, I'd quite like to know a bit more about that. That's the same sort of premise as we were talking about with the boys. I think uh, you know the supernatural getting weaponized for military and things like that, which I think is quite an interesting kind of story. Yeah, the first one, I think it was very cyberpunk. Um, and that what was in 2027 20, or something like that. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I can't remember what year the it game. was. No, the game. No, oh, the keep game. Telling you, yeah. Oh, Cyberpunk. Insert year here. Oh. So 2077. Okay. Um, which yeah, which is, which is coming. Out, it was very much, I think that kind of stylish. Mm-hmm. You know, this Almost yeah. underworld of Blade Runner. Yeah, well, that's okay. kind of what Cyberpunk looks as if it is. Sort of all. Well, Cyberpunk, fair enough. It's mm. that art yeah. style, yeah. Yeah, that, that one had people having neural links with fighting monsters, and it was like gladiatorial sport. And there's a little twist in there, which I'm not going to give away, because it was, it was probably worth the wait. It was it was good until that little twist at the end. You thought, fuck yeah. yeah. That elevated it. Yeah. All about the edge and how to get it. Exactly. So I think that's going to wrap up our, <laughs> our little drifting through the world of pods. Yeah, I think very, podcasting. Yeah. we're going to yeah, stop here. I think, um, yet again, if you've uh, you know enjoyed it, contact us mm-hmm. via all of the social media. Follow. So we're on Twitter. You go at club underscore L underscore Bane. Yes. We're on Instagram at Alan Bain. We have an email, which is 
Right. Uh, it's uh, alanbaneclub at gmail.com mm-hmm. is the email address. Yeah, share and subscribe, basically. Pass the pod, as uh, everyone keeps telling you, I'm sure, to do. Mm-hmm. But do it with us, because uh, Al's a nice guy. Yeah. Um, you know. You're also here. Yeah. Give us a follow on various things. Chat to us. Like stuff. Subscribe. Share. Yeah. Other things. Because even if you don't, we're still going to do it. So, yeah. Uh, Joke's on you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't stop us by not liking it. <laughs> we'll do even more. Maybe mm. if you like it, we'll stop. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a nice way of doing things. If, you, if people like it, just leave them wanting more. Exactly. If they don't like it, drown them in it. <laughs> we'll leave them wanting more after Thousand Pods. Yeah. Because, yeah. Who wouldn't not? <laughs> no one would want more after that. I would kill myself after that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, bye. See ya.